Sport on on SAFM. Okay, and then uh, we did uh, then uh, put it out at the top there. We wanted to ask this question yesterday, but we couldn't uh, because we had to end the show early because the president was about to address the nation. And we wanted to ask... Uh, in spite of Orlando Pirates beating Kaiser Chiefs by two goals to one in the Soweto derby there. Overall, are the Pirates fans satisfied with how the team is playing? Are you happy with, 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 the, with just the performances? I know the results are inconsistent and there's a win here, there's a lose there, there's a throw there, another lose today to Golden Arrows. But is this team playing the way that we know Orlando Pirates to play? So we're going to take a couple of voice notes that have come through. Evening, Taviso. Um, I'm not so concerned about their style of play what worries me the most is is consistency you know um i think that's the main difference between them and mamelody sundowns um sundowns you'd find them playing well this one week the following week they're not but they're still able to grind out the results and i think that's what parrots should be worried about the most because um they play well this one weekend the following week they've got two three different players in key positions which really affects them in, in, in terms of their style of play and unfortunately affects the results. So I think that's the main concern with this Pirates team is that they've got the players, they're able to, to maintain a good style of play, but they're just not able to grind out results when things aren't going their way. Moro and I am not happy with the way Pirates is playing. Actually, when I was watching the game on Saturday, I posted on the timeline of Pirates on Facebook that you guys are asking for trouble. We were leading it 1-0 at the time, and I posted and said, you guys are, lead, are asking for trouble. I don't know what is it that you guys are playing. Pirates is just not playing in the attractive football under this coach. And I, me and my friends were actually discussing that, that we actually got away with it. Uh, had Kaiser Chiefs taken all the chances they had, we would have lost the game. Thank you. I, I, my brother, I'm really not happy with Pirates' performance. The inconsistency it's like the season it's just meant for parrots to be chiefs and nothing else the inconsistency is highly depressing and it cannot carry on like that this is not the parrots that we know and this coach changing the starting lineup every game like could have kept the same lineup from the weekend and then coming to today just changed because you can see pule is not even on the bench maybe he's injured due to that tackle but it's highly not satisfying. Thanks for those. There's also a couple of tweets here. Uh, let me just read this one that has come through. It's uh, Luzu Kokedze saying that I sounded like a madman when I told my fellow club supporter Uba Iparitsai Safani. I won't even mention the ugly defense. I didn't even celebrate the win against Chiefs. Imbi, 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 Lepola. Tima, Tima, Tima. Okay. Let's go to the, do we have our guest on the line? Mark, Mark Stradom, Times Live football writer, joins us on the line. Mark, good evening. Thanks for joining us tonight. Hey, Tavisa, uh, thanks for having me. Um, hello, listeners. Yep. Yeah, not a, good, not a good evening for Orlando Pirates fans. They're not happy. Uh, we've just taken three voice notes here. The first one raised an issue about consistency. But I, I had asked a question earlier on, Mark, about the way that Pirates is, is, is playing. What do you make of how Pirates have played under Zimbabwe? Yeah, um, 
I'm, I've been listening to your your callers. I I, <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah totally Tabitha. I can, I can uh, understand. I think the frustrations, um, feelings that pirates are just not convincing. Um, I think there's times pirates have been on amazing runs under Zimbabwe. Um, let's let's give it to the coach. He finally brought a trophy in the MTN8 this season after six years. Um, look, the last nine matches, it's very inconsistent. Um, I've actually got it in front of me here. I'll, I'll read it to you. It's mm. uh, defeat, draw, win, defeat, draw, win, draw, win, defeat. Mm. I mean, that's like the model of inconsistency. There's no two same results following each other. Um, so, yeah, look, look, the last nine games, absolutely. Um, it's been extremely patchy. Um, I heard one of the callers saying, why tinker? Why tinker so much? Why change the team so much? I mean, that stood out for me in today's starting lineup. Um, four changes from a winning team. You know, you know I, I, and I'm not comparing the coach to his predecessors, but uh, when Rolani and Micho were there, um, they used to say they would try and not make more than three changes from from uh, from one team to the next to try to keep consistency. Um, four changes is almost half your team. Um, and 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 they used to be accused of tinkering sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just um, that, that's a heck of a lot of changes from a winning team. Uh, four changes. I, I couldn't understand it. And and then not just changes, but positional switches as well, and um, a switch to a three-five-two system, which which uh, which they didn't play on the weekend. That's a heck of a lot of changes from a, a team that won. Um, I, I hear what some of the callers are saying. Pirates weren't hugely convincing winning on Saturday either. But but at the end of the day, Chiefs made a lot more mistakes and paid for them, and Pirates capitalized on those mistakes, and at one stage were 2-0 up until, until Chiefs uh, pulled one back. So I, I just thought that was what sprung out to me. I think there are too many changes. I think the coach complains he doesn't have out-and-out strikers and then launches the, the false number nine, and Mungo has been on the bench the last two games, and he's an out-and-out striker. Um, so it, 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 it just... Yeah, but that is the big thing for me. A very uh, the football is unconvincing right now. Um, it's inconsistent in terms of the results and in terms of the team selections. It's sometimes hard to fathom why so many change. Okay, you mentioned something that I noted today that he actually played three at the back. You said it was a three-five-two. It looked like a three-four-one-two, but it was probably a three-five-two there. How does he want to play Josin Bauer, Mark? Because sometimes he plays three at the back, sometimes he plays four. Yeah, I think um, I think to be so. Look for me. I think um, Zimbabwe likes. I think he likes to have horses for courses. I think he likes to plan for the opposition. I think there are times where, especially if you've got a team that's won a game, um, that consistency is 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 possibly more important. Um, and and I think it's confusing for the players when I, I think planning for the opposition all of the time. Uh, you know when when Gavin Hunt says he. He doesn't really put a lot of stock into um, into video analysis, and he doesn't put a lot of stock into analysing the opposition. And he, he likes his team to play their way, and they, they must win. Look, that's maybe the other extreme, um, but there is an element of that where you can overthink and overplan for the opposition. You should really, as Orlando Pirates, um, playing against Arrows. Uh, you know, this is Arrows' first ever win by more than a goal against Pirates, and they've struggled against Pirates. But I know Arrows have had a good start to the season. They're a very solid combination, and that's why they gave Pirates a tough game today. So no disrespect to them. But Pirates would, pirates should be bossing games against um, 
against teams outside of the big three. Um, not to say that, that it's an easy game, like mm-hmm. I said. Um, but I, I just think it seems to me that um, Zimba seems to like to plan for opposition and then change things according to the opposition, according to their strengths and weaknesses. That's fine. Um, it seems to work sometimes. I, I just think, um, I still think four changes is way too much um, and, and changing a winning combination like that. You can tweak a few things here. You can make two or two changes, three maybe. Um, you know, if you thought that the, the performance wasn't that convincing. Um, yeah. But I think four is a heck of a lot. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sounding quite critical of Zimbabwe here. I think he's done some really good things at, at, at some stages. And, and some of his, um, before the, these last nine matches that have been so inconsistent, um, Pirates had gone 10 league matches unbeaten going to last season. Um, and I think it was about 14 in all competitions. Um, so when he gets it right, he seems to get it right. Uh, another thing, though, for me, Kaviso, apart from the kind of team selections and the chopping and changing, mm-hmm. if you're going to make, I, you know, when, when we have Zimbabwe in a press conference, I'm, I'm sure you've been in a few. Mm-hmm. We ask him a question, and it's incredibly vague, the responses. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think his English is that bad. He sometimes seems to misunderstand the question, but he speaks decent English. Um, and I just wonder, if someone is that vague in his press conference, and, and he's chopping and changing a lot and playing quite technical football and asking a lot of technical things from his players, chopping and changing, if he's that vague in his instructions, then are the players understanding what, what he's wanting? So that, that is another issue for me. And then another issue for me is that the coach is a heck of a nice guy. He's very polite. He says all the right things. He's very diplomatic. But he just seems a little not the strongest of characters. And I think the people who succeed at Pirates are strong characters. So there's those factors as well. The coach is quite vague when he explains things in his press conferences. Is he vague speaking to his players, making all these many changes and asking for lots of different roles from him? And is he a really strong character? He's not going to be pushed around at a team like that. Those are my questions. Okay, we've got a couple of uh, comments on Twitter also. Who is this? Ozil, oh wait, okay, oh wait to saying it's pointless for a coach to not know the strength and weaknesses of his players. He keeps tampering with the winning formula. Paris at the moment is spineless and toothless. I can count five games which we won, but we didn't deserve to win. Tulani says uh, coach plays a four-three-three formation that changes to. <laughs> Three to five. Tulani, are you saying three to five? With one defender, <laughs> depending on who's playing, then Makaringa adds as a second striker or as a number 10. Okay. With all that said, Mark, does he seem like he's got his starting 11? Does he know he's starting 11? Um, I, I, <laughs> I, I think he knows his starting 11 match to match. <laughs> I, I, think, I think the coach maybe should have a, a core of a team and this is actually going back to, I mean, we've seen Hotto played in left midfield. We've seen him up front uh, behind the striker. We've seen him at left back. Today, wing, um, right wing back. I mean, he's all over the field. I mean, how confusing is that for a player who, when he was at Wits at one stage, was competing for player of the season? Um, and, and, you know, Hotto scored a few goals, but he's not scored a lot. And he's a, an offensive player who can really score. He's used as an offensive player. So, yeah, I mean, there's a heck of a lot of moving people around the field. And I understand the modern footballer, and this is, needs to be adaptable. Um, and I think this is probably the mentality that the coach is trying to bring. But um, 
I think I think the coach possibly doesn't have a core starting eleven, which is your question. Does he know what his starting eleven is? I don't know if he has a core starting eleven in his mind that should be the core, and then a few changes here and there. I don't think so. Um, but he does seem to have a plan going into matches. That plan doesn't seem to always come off. I think it can be a bit confusing for the players when that plan changes seemingly as, seemingly as drastically as it does from game to game. Before I go to more voice notes, you mentioned that obviously he's without the two strikers, Lipasa and Mabasa. But is that really a good enough excuse to say, ah, without Lipasa and Mabasa, we're a different team? I mean, have they done so much that without them you can't continue? I think the two of them were doing well. I think they were doing well. Um, I think, uh, look, among the thing is, though, Amango, um, the thing is, though, okay, those two were doing well, um, and they were creating good chances, and they were getting into great spaces, and their movement was very good. I think they have been missed to some extent. What is a bit strange is that when Amango comes in and then he scores a goal, um, then the next game he's not playing because he's injured, and the next two games he's on the bench. So there's no sort of a strikers need to play to get to get confidence and and there's no room for the the guy who's backing up and at one stage last season was the last season was the joint top scorer in the league to to get game time and, and establish a rhythm. So so yes, there's I do think Pirates have, have missed Lepasa and, and uh, Mabasa to an extent. At the same time, this inconsistent run they've been on it's actually been more a problem of conceding goals than it has scoring. They have, they've actually continued scoring quite well in this period. I think they're scoring just over a goal a game. Um, they, they, they went from about, I think in that unbeaten run I talk about, I worked it out the other day, about 1.4 goals per game, and they're now at about 1.1 goals per game. So it has dropped a bit. Um, but, I, but more concerning for them in this period has been the, the goals they're conceding. And I think when you're chopping and changing lineups a lot, especially in your defense, um, that that is where it gets a bit ragged, and defensively, that's what we know. Um, league title winning teams are built on. Mm, I, I think. A, yeah. I, I think um, you know, and, and when we're kind of expressing our question marks about Zimbabwe, like I said, he's won a, he's won a trophy. Um, there were those question marks when he arrived that he'd coached at top level in the Bundesliga for a, for a period. He he coached for I think almost two years in Switzerland and. You know, that was his coaching experience. It wasn't huge. He hadn't won trophies. So so the question was, can he come here and win trophies? Look, he's won a trophy in the NTNA, so well done to him for that. And, and I think he deserves credit for that. But this Pirates team, with the signings they've had, the, the, the reason I think fans are disgruntled with this latest run of nine matches, which is quite a lot of, um, of in, unconvincing form and inconsistency is that this Pirates team with the signings they've made in this offseason and Zimbabwe having had six months last season to build um, and freedom to build, they should be challenging, I think, this season. And actually, they're in fifth place now. And, mm-hmm. and, and they've actually played more games than the teams around them. So that, that, that fifth place is even a little, um, a little not reflected. So I, I think, um, yeah, that's, that for me is is where the issue is. Yeah, mm. and that fifth place is eight points behind the leaders. Uh, Sundowns who've played fifteen games, and their uh, Pirates have played sixteen. But SuperSport, who are second, Solos FC, who are third, and Arrows, who are fourth, as Marcus said, have only played fourteen games, two less than our Pirates. But they are ahead of Pirates on the log. Let's take more of the voice notes.
Good afternoon, Team SAFM. My name is Luca and you're from Eplet. Hey, uh, we're not happy about how Iparit is playing, man. Uh, the football is not as, as solid as it used to be. And nowadays, I think most of these teams are, are just playing because of the three points that they want to score in the bag. But it could be no, no, this is not the way forward. I, I'm not happy. I'm a Bakatnia fan, but yeah, I'm not happy with how things are happening. Hey, good evening. And I'm not happy. I'm not really happy about the way they play. They used to play short, quick passes, but now they seem to be so exhausted even before they go to, to Africa. I don't know what is happening. Is it poor planning? Playing, starting with the same players every time so that the opponent can easily uh, study how they play that their style of playing. Um, from where I'm seated, I don't see them actually winning the league or even ending uh, number three or number four. They will be in the top eight, but I don't see them uh, on the first three. Thank you. Uh, I'm calling from Berkeley. Good evening, member, team, and my fellow listeners. Uh, Pirates are still going to kill a lot of people. Their downfall is that they sign uh, eight, nine players every season and dismantle the previous seasons. So there's not going to be consistency, to be honest with you. But uh, who are we? Aramo. Well done to Eros. The CBJC have 11 direct from Pretoria. I think Orlando Pirates' problem is at the back. They're changing too much at the back. And also the style of play, the players are getting it. But I think there's someone who also influences how the players play. I think now it's time they want to chase uh, coach Joseph Zimbabwe. Because what has been happening, inconsistency is not really just like Pirates. The way I have known it under the two coaches. Thanks to learn from Holland. Okay, thanks for those. Mark, I just want to pick up on, there was a good point made from Bethlehem about the style of play. Tulani has raised the style of play. Uh, the caller said that Pirates are used to playing short, quick passes. We also know Pirates that is, was always strong with the wing play. How is Zimbabwe's style of play? What do you make of how the team plays now? Forget the results and the, and the inconsistency. Just the football, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, I, th- I think it's mostly because the coach likes to play transition. Um... I think Pirates look to play on the counter-attack. I think they can press, they can mix it up. Um, it, but, but it, you know, it, it, when, when it's a well-oiled machine, I think that, that change from uh, transition to pressing happens better, and I don't think they've been a well-oiled machine in the last nine matches. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, I, you know, I, I think under, under Micho it was more pressing. And I think that was a football that the fans liked and stamping your authority. Um, and, it, it, you know, <laughs> let, let's not forget Micho didn't win a trophy, but, mm-hmm. but he, was, he was challenging. He was challenging Pizzo um, for, for league titles, um, him and Rulani, and, and up against um, the best team we've seen in the, in the PSL era since certainly the, the 90s and, and coming close. 
Um, so he was unlucky not to win a trophy. He reached a cup final or two as well. Um, but I think that pressing football is possibly what, not just what the fans enjoy. I think with the kind of players that Pirates have, I think might be better than counter-attack football. Oh, you know, this is not Maritza United, um, who, who don't have the same kind of squad um, squad uh, resources that Pirates do. And this this Pirates squad now, with the signings, uh, is is not far from Sundowns in player power. Look, Sundowns have the confidence of, of being a trophy machine, so it's different. But um, but I think in player power, I don't know if... Yeah, I don't, don't know if transition and counter-attack... I'm not actually a, a huge... Um, I, I think transition done well can, can, be, can be actually quite exciting when it's done very well by a good team. Um, but at the moment, it's not looking great. Okay, let's take another voice note. Uh, Brady, uh, I'm afraid. Can't we give a coach a chance just to finish a season? The guy who was the best coach in the world after 72 hours is a bad coach. He just beat Kaiser Chiefs. He was this messiah. Now he lost against Eros today. He's a bad coach. Ah, come on, guys. Hi, Tabiso. You know, you have really uh, raised um, a really uh, interesting um, question, you know, because, you know, of late I've also noticed that uh, our, you know, our players in the league, not, not, not only Pirates and Kaiser Chiefs, they haven't really, really performing you know that well i don't know whether is it the the break that has been there and all these restrictions with covid or what or it's just that the football has gone down you know i'm not really sure or maybe it's just the coaches they're not really being able to get the best out of the players you know Uh, we really need to get the spark back you know in our in our local football you know because yeah it used to be really fun and intriguing and you know, really, really interesting. But these days, it's just pirates and cheese. They're playing dull, dull, dull football, honestly. Okay, thanks for those. And by the way, nobody's saying the coach must go. Nobody's saying fire the coach. <laughs> uh, people are just just saying that, is, are you happy with the way Pirates is performing under Joe Zimbabwe? We actually wanted to discuss this thing, this this topic yesterday after the W win, not because Pirates lost to Arrows tonight. It's got nothing to do with it and I hope it, it, it take nothing away from Arrows. They've been doing fantastically well. That's not the reason we're discussing it. We're just looking at the overall. Mark, Pirates fans are very hard to please. I mean, we've seen coach, coaches winning the league and then being chased out <laughs> the next day. Uh, you've already mentioned a few times that the coaches won the MTN 8, but is, is it good enough for what will what what will make a good season for Pirates? And we've got a minute. Um, yeah, look, this squad. Uh, yeah, this squad. Uh, one trophy in the MTN eight. Uh, I don't think is enough. The MTN eight. We all know you four matches and you've won it. Uh, the three, three or four. And um, I, I think to be so. Look, I, I agree with the caller. No one say, and I agree with you. No one saying Zimbabwe must go because he's lost against Arrows. I, I mean, when you're asking me about the football they're playing. The last nine matches have been very patchy. It's three wins in nine matches. Not good enough for a, not for a team like Pirates. If we were talking before those nine matches, it would have been 14 matches without a defeat. And you would have been saying, geez, Zimbabwe is on, onto something here. And there's been times Zimbabwe has really looked like he's onto something. Um, 
right now it's gone a bit ragged. Uh, Pirates are in first place. It's not not quite halfway, although they've actually passed halfway. They've played 16 matches. Um, but there's a long way to go in the season. Mm. Um, but for me, absolutely, winning the MTN8, not with the squad. It's a very good squad. I think uh, the players they've signed, Hotto, Flachuayo, uh, Monare, um, and the players they already had who were challenging for the league under Micho, um, okay. This is a very strong team that should be challenging. And I think by the end of the season, okay. if they're not top two, I think they've had a rough season. Okay, Mark, thanks. We're going to have to leave it there. Like the wise man, Pizza Musumane, said, you don't win the league by beating Chiefs only. And also the league is not won in January. Or where are we now? February. It's still not won in February, folks. So still a long way to go. But it's time for news now.